What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? Yep, it's a new year, but the same principles still apply. High prices, risky economy, it doesn't even matter, because you're listening to Mia Reveals. So get ready to win with your money and live your best life in the process with real, life-changing, wealth-building tips from a real-life financial specialist. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year to you all. In the words of Mace. Hey, I am excited about this new year and everything that it has to offer. I hope that you guys had an awesome holiday season. I'll tell you, I enjoyed my break. I normally don't take the break, but this year I did. Y'all, I rested. We kept it small and cozy and it was great. But what comes after Christmas and the new year? It's tax season, baby. And we are definitely entering the point in time where people are excited about getting all the money back that they spent during Christmas. But I just wanted to let you guys know that this tax season is going to look a little bit different from the past few. And here's why. The past couple of tax seasons were, um, let's just say emphasized with some extra COVID benefits, but COVID is over. Insert dramatic pause for your individual thoughts on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we're back. COVID is over and so is all of the extra COVID money, AKA economic impact payments. For example, there were higher payments for the child tax credit. Shoot, between that one and the uh, child and dependent care credit, we definitely banked more last tax season. The charitable deduction, which was a special COVID related tax provision. Yep, mm -hmm, all that's coming to an end. So overall, the IRS is anticipating that everyone should expect smaller refunds this tax season. For example, the child tax credit last year was increased to $3,600 for kids five and under and up to $3,000 for kids aged six to 17. This tax season is going back down to $2,000 per child under 17. So plan accordingly, cause that's anywhere from $1,000 to 1600 less per child, depending on your kids' ages. The earned income tax credit, we're just going to call it the EITC, but the earned income tax credit for those eligible and without children, you guys are going to see that credit go from $1,500 last year down to $560 this year. The good news for those who qualify for EITC who do have kids, if you have three or more, God bless you, your EITC will actually go up a couple hundred dollars. So it's not all bad. And that's not the only positive. Even though the extra payments are no more, the tax brackets have been updated to provide just a little bit of relief. So last year, if you were single and your taxable income was $87,000, then you would have fallen in the 24% tax bracket range. This year, a $87,000 taxable income for a single taxpayer will qualify you for the 22% tax bracket range. So that lowers the amount of taxes owed. 
then the standard deductions for all of the filing categories have also gone up. Now, what that means is your taxable income is being reduced. And that's a good thing because your taxable income is what they utilize to calculate your tax bill, which is what I kind of just illustrated with the tax brackets. So if your taxable income is lower, then your tax bill will also be lower. I do the math on that, but honestly, the updates in the tax brackets and standard deductions this tax season are very minimal. They go up every year on account of inflation, but you're not going to see a noticeable jump until you file taxes next year, which is probably why the IRS is setting expectations real low this tax season in regard to tax refunds. Now let's talk about some important dates and what you need to start gathering um, in order to be prepared. Tax season starts January 23rd. That's the, that's the date y'all. I believe jobs have until the 31st to get those W-2s out, so chill. But the IRS will start accepting and processing your 2022 tax returns on the 23rd of January. The tax filing deadline is April 18th, so you have until the 18th to file your taxes. For people expecting that refund check, I'm sure that won't be a problem, but if you typically owe taxes or you think that you might this year, please file your taxes by the 18th. The IRS will hold your money penalty and interest free, but if you keep their money past that deadline, they will charge you a late fee and interest. Don't give them the satisfaction. File by the deadline or request an extension by the April 18th deadline. That will give you until October 16th to file your tax return. If you are filing a return claiming EITC, then don't expect a return until February 28th. By law, the IRS cannot issue refunds for people claiming the earned income tax credit before mid-February. So just FYI. Now, for my business owners, if your business is formed as a partnership or S-Corp, then March 15th is the deadline to file your Form 1065 or 1120S. And if you request an extension, your deadline then is September 15th. C-Corporations, you guys can follow the same timeline as the individual taxpayers. And lastly, here is a list of documents that you can start gathering or checking your mailbox for. You may want last year's tax returns just in case you need some information from them when filing this year's taxes. Y'all, I will never forget the last time we had to file taxes with the state of Georgia. Love my dogs, but can't stand that state. We paid too much of our money in taxes to Georgia. So they aren't they owed us a return, right? Do you know the next year they claim that refund of our own money? as income. So we made money, paid too much in taxes. They gave us our money back, then charged us more taxes on that refund. Yo, whoo, can y'all tell I'm still so very much pissed off about that. So when I say stop letting these states keep your money, thinking a refund is a come up, stop letting these states keep your money because they're the only ones coming up, okay? Now, you're also going to want to go ahead and have the social security numbers for all of your family members that you will be claiming on your taxes. Now, I know I don't always remember my kids' socials, so I know y'all ain't going to remember your nieces and nephews. Ooh, I'm out of my business. I'm sorry. Now, of course, you want to have proof of all of your income, your W-2s, your 1099s. Last year, I think I made a post about the IRS requiring um, 1099s. 
anytime you received over $600 in payments for, good and for goods and services on apps like Cash App and Venmo, but they decided to postpone that. So the current threshold of $20,000 in payments from over 200 transactions will remain in effect. So if you fit that bill, then a 1099 will apply to you. If you itemize deductions, which you should only do if your itemized deductions are greater than your standard deduction, then you're going to want those documents as well. Any tax statements from home loans, property taxes, receipts or invoices for business related expenses that you may be deducting, you're going to want to go ahead and collect all of that before you start preparing your taxes. You're also going to want your tax deduction records like childcare costs and interest payments on relevant loans. Um, and you will for sure want any records related to the formation of a newly formed business. I will be posting that list in several other tax season updates, tips and guidelines on Instagram. So go make sure that you follow me there at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. My YouTube channel, I'm about to get back at it. You guys definitely going to be posting this tax season. Um, really breaking down more on standard deductions and itemized deductions, the difference between um, deductions and credits, all that good information will be my youtube channel mia reveals and my website which is an abandoned source of everything that i have to offer y'all here's to 2023 and stepping my game back up and being everything that i know i can be i love you guys until the next time